0: Federal employees may not like being furloughed or forced to work without pay, but they have a chance to get even thanks to a new class action lawsuit charging the government with violating fair labor laws. Joining me with the latest, attorney Heidi Barakowicz, partner at Calajarvi, Choose, Newman & Fitch. Ms. Barakowicz, tell us what's going on.
1: Good morning. We just filed a lawsuit in conjunction with uh, AFTE, which is the country's largest federal sector union. Um, We filed a lawsuit back in 2013, I did, um, alleging that this was a violation of the Fair Labor Standards Act for the government to require essential employees to work during a shutdown, but not pay them on time. And unfortunately, here we are again. The government is violating the law again.
0: Now, in the 2013 case, did this involve people that were working without pay and furloughed or simply those that had to work without pay?
1: The 2013 case, as well as the case that we're just now filing, covers the essential employees who are having to work during the shutdown and they're not getting paid. So these are the people that are so vital to our country, we can't operate without them. They're deemed essential and they have to keep working during the shutdown. The people that run the federal prisons, Border Patrol agents, TSA agents, um, they're all going to work sometimes in dangerous jobs Um, And they don't know when they're getting their next paycheck.
0: And in which court did you file this time?
1: Uh, The United States Court of Federal Claims.
0: And that's where the 2013 suit was filed?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: And tell us, review for us, what happened in that case?
1: Um, In the 2013 case, the government filed a motion to dismiss, uh, claiming that the case couldn't go forward. And the judge ruled in our favor, um, denying the government's motion to dismiss and confirming that the government was, in fact, violating the Fair Labor Standards Act by requiring employees to work without pay. The only issue left in the case was whether or not the government had acted in good faith, thereby triggering the need that the government and pay these employees liquidated or double damages. Uh, The court eventually ruled in our favor on that issue as well and determined that, in fact, the government had not acted in good faith by requiring these employees to work, and not paying them on their scheduled paydays.
0: Sounds like you're expecting a similar outcome then this time. Same judge?
1: I don't know who the judge is yet, but absolutely we're expecting a similar outcome.
0: What is the disposition of the liquidated damages from the 2013 case?
1: We're in the final stages of finalizing those. The government is calculating individual damages for each of the approximately 25,000 people who opted into the 2013 case. Unfortunately, there were some delays in gathering all the payroll records and information they needed to do those damage calculations, but I am hopeful that we are nearing the very end of that process. Um, And as far as the case that's just been filed, um, I am optimistic that this case will move faster because we won't need to litigate All of the same issues we will have a system in place for how the case should go.
0: I guess the administration could file another motion to dismiss, which would delay it a little bit, but maybe they won't learn from history. Hard to tell, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have the decisions in the earlier case uh, making it clear that this is a violation of the FLSA and um, that the government did not act in good faith. In the 2013 litigation, we pointed out that the Department of Labor um, had previously told state government who had budget impasses, that it would be a violation of the FLSA if they made their state workers work during their budget impasses without paying them on time. And the government turned around and did the very same thing with its own employees. Um, so certainly that was one uh, piece of information that was vital in my mind to showing that the government didn't act in good faith. In other words, it knew that this was a violation of the FLSA and, and still didn't pay these employees. There's no argument that the government has now that it didn't know this was the law or it didn't know better. In 2013, the government passed the Pay Our Military Act to ensure that all the military personnel and the civilians who support the military would be paid throughout the shutdown. Um, If they could do that for the military and and related civilian employees in 2013, they could have done that for all essential employees. And then, of course, this time around, they haven't done that um, at all. The Coast Guard, for example, is not getting paid, even though they're required to work right now.
0: We're speaking with Heidi Barakowicz. She's a partner at the law firm Calajarvi, Choose, Newman & Fitch. And earlier you mentioned the AFGE, the American Federation of Government Employees. Does someone need to be a member of that union in order to join your class action suit?
1: No. The case is a collective action filed on behalf of all affected federal employees. All of the plaintiffs in 2013 were AFGE members um, and involved in their local union Um, executive boards, and the plaintiffs, the named plaintiffs in this case as well, are affiliated with AFGE, and we're delighted to be working with them um, because really the goal here is to protect federal employees. This is outrageous how they're being treated, um, but the case is filed on behalf of of everyone who's affected, not just, you know,
0: AFGE members. And if someone wants to join, what do they have to do specifically?
1: It's as simple as filling out paperwork indicating that you want to join the lawsuit.
0: So they would go to, say, the firm website, and that's where they would find this information?
1: Yes, this is all moving very fast. Um, There's not information on our website yet. However, there will be. In the meantime, uh, employees could call my law firm.
0: And you said last time there were 25,000. Now, I think there's probably something the estimates run. Roughly 400,000 people might be working without pay during this shutdown. Can you handle that many employees should they all decide to sign up?
1: Absolutely. Our goal is for the shutdown to end um, so that all federal employees and contractors can get back to work, um, you know, doing the work that they've been hired to do, and so that all the employees can get paid on time. If the shutdown continues um, so that it's not just currently, it's the employees who've had to work overtime. Um, on December 22nd and didn't get paid who were immediately affected because that pay has not been received in their paychecks. If the shutdown continues so that all of the um, over 400,000 people who are deemed essential and are working, um, absolutely, they would all be covered by the case and um, we're ready to
0: represent them. Yes, because there's a pay period ending on the 5th of January. So I guess if the government could somehow come to agreement between now and the 5th and then get people paid in time for when that paycheck should be paid, then it would all be moot.
1: Um, No, there's still damages for anyone who worked. The shutdown started at midnight on December 22nd. So December 22nd was the last day in the previous pay period. And there's a tremendous number of employees who had to work overtime on that day. Um, For example, the plaintiffs in our case all work for the Federal Bureau of Prisons. The prisons are critically understaffed, which is a whole other problem. Um, The last two years, because of the hiring freeze and all sorts of other problems, the prisons are critically understaffed. It's very dangerous circumstances these employees are working under on a normal day. Um, They're having to work a tremendous amount of overtime, And now, uh, during the shutdown, they're not getting paid for it. So there were all sorts of people who worked on December 22nd over the holidays and did not get paid for it in the paycheck that just came out. Our goal is that the shutdown ends so that no one else is harmed, so that these employees don't have to be wondering when they're going to get their next paycheck.
0: Heidi Barakowitz is a partner at the law firm Calajarvi, Choose, Newman & Fitch. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you for having me.